two hosts. Tell me the most interesting thing on your mind right now. Sorry, I, 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 I was working on something. What was that? Two guests. You know, you guys really suck. Why is the floor wet? One inept producer. I'm just saying, you guys don't have that same thing before sex? I've got a checklist. Four intriguing topics. They talk, you listen. Disappointment follows. Welcome to That Was Disappointing. Remember to tip your veal and try the waitress. Thank you, Art. I was just about to make a joke. I was just about to, to make a joke. Our show period here, Art was complaining about how he, how tired he is and how he just sat down and blah blah blah. But no, he but no, he actually started off with some music that that was suitable for this episode. I really do appreciate it. Well, you're very welcome, Joe. I never mentioned the word tired, but thank you. Um, never ceases to amaze me the words you will shove into my mouth, but I guess that's why we're friends. Um, sorry, Joe, well, continue on with the absolutely. Uh, the introductions. Absolutely. Um, in case you didn't notice from our, our rather spectacular music there in the background, our theme for this week's episode is going to be the <laughs> paranormal. Uh, but before we get into the fun or the infamous, uh, let's go around the table, of course, as you've already heard, I'm joined by my longtime frenemy, Art. Uh, Art, <laughs> yes. how are you doing this evening? They're here. Me and all the voices in my head are happy to be here with you. I'm doing Fantastic. Got my bourbon, so I'm even better now. And of course, we have our spectacular producer as well, Kenny. Kenny, what? Go how goes it? Uh, it's going well. Um, I'm constantly reminded of the paranormal because my wife's name is Carrie Ann, and she's always going to the light, going to the light, <laughs> Carrie Ann. <laughs> what was the deal with that doll? With that clown doll, like what? Who's parents would buy their kids a toy like that i you tell know? you what as soon as i saw that and i saw it later in life i threw it away immediately i was like <laughs> no you know my, my first child you can't have that honestly if you think about it, there's a lot of really wackadoo toys from back in the day like you know especially like 70s and 80s there was just like what the fuck were people thinking like i know there's that picture that circulates of that horrific Easter bunny with the kid sitting on its lap just weeping and the bunny looks like something out of Donnie Darko but I mean it's just like how the shit costumes looked and the bad toys and stuff so well you know. and 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 just so you know there there are actually haunted I I, I say haunted with quotation marks in, <laughs> on eBay as well that that people sell and say oh well, this comes with a friendly spirit or oh this comes with an evil spirit or <laughs> such so, well that's idea. uh that's very much in line with uh, what was it? Uh, Stephen King's son, Joe Hill's book, uh, Heart Shaped Box. Ooh. Fun novel. Well, uh, yeah. Before we before we run too far off the rails here, we we do have two. Well, we do have two guests here with us as well. We are joined once again by Cat. Cat, how are you doing this evening? Great. Happy to be here. <laughs> On a rainy evening. <laughs> 
and uh, Kat has sh has shared some uh, spooky stuff in our personal or in our group chats as as well as to stuff that she's experienced. So so we're definitely uh, happy to welcome her here this evening. And we also have uh, our friend Chris. Chris, how are you doing this evening? Not too bad. I just got my uh, my second vaccine. Uh, shot today, so I'm getting a little sore right now. Moderna or Pfizer? Uh, Moderna. So yeah, uh, Team Moderna. There we go. That's what I'm talking about. I'm gonna leave those there without having any commentary. <laughs> All right, so. Um, before we get started, let's go. Uh, well, I will actually start with Chris once again. Chris, what are you drinking this evening? Normally, I'd be having one of my traditional Guinnesses, um, but since I'm since I'm getting a little little sore today, I'm decided to have a hot toddy uh, with the rum. But yeah, very, very nice. Good. Very nice. You, cat. Real fancy tonight, uh, Sheldon style, a diet Cuba Libre. <laughs> 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 Ah, oh, nice. yes, that's right. That's right. I can't really, uh, can't really fault you for that. <laughs> yeah, nope. I got a little one in my belly. Doesn't, doesn't oh. really want alcohol. <laughs> Congratulations. Well, you don't know what the kid wants. It very well might, but you know. Fair enough. Chip Maybe. off the old block. Just wants to drink a little <laughs> bit. Come on now. How about you, Kenny? Uh, I'm not as fancy tonight. I'm just uh, rocking another Mike's Harder Lemonade. Ooh, Getting oh, refreshed down like, here in this super muggy, terrible weather. That we that's like me the uh, in Florida past couple of weeks, although that is not what I had this evening. But first, Art, what do you have? Um, back to my writer's tears whiskey, which I will invariably follow up with some 805. Is that working? Uh, it, it did the first time. Okay. You know, it did the first time. Uh, I haven't actually sat down and tried to to tap out anything else, but it did that one day. Okay. I don't know what the hell Art's talking about, but good stuff. And I have a you never know, Joe. <laughs> and I have uh, I have done one of my many Lex concoctions here. Uh, I have. I have some Bacardi rum with some, with some, oh, I thought it was cherry Coke. It's actually Dr. Pepper. So fun times. Same difference. And his taste buds are working just as well as always. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> so, so as I mentioned at the top of the episode, we are talking about the paranormal this evening because, hey, there's some spooky shit out there. Um, and I am actually going to go ahead and get the party started tonight. Um, my topic is, it seems like we've had episodes in the past where, you know, I've discussed certain things I've had that have happened to me. Art has as well, um, even though I know no, art is typically a non-believer in this kind of stuff. Uh, but it seems like everybody, the purpose of my topic is not to talk about is not to talk about what is the weirdest thing that's happened to you. It is what is the weirdest story that you've heard from your friends and family. And the reason I'm asking this, what is the most spooky thing that you've heard from your friends and family? And the reason that I'm asking this is because, you know, not everybody has their own story. Not everybody believes in this kind of stuff. However, 
everybody has heard a story that has given them the chills and it's like, whoa, you know, perhaps there is something out there. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and start off. It seems like a lot of the the weird shit. Um, <laughs> you know, I had a friend in college who alleged to be psychic, um, uh, you know, could speak with the dead. And she would often tell me, you know, how, you know, we would be down at, at the beach at night and she would be pointing out spirits that were there on the beach with us. And, you know, she would plainly asked me like joe do you see them and i'm like no i don't see shit <laughs> but <laughs> but um but i have had a lot of or my family has had a lot of stuff a lot of near-death experiences where you know family members when they got close to the end started to see weird shit and such but i'm reminded of a story that my cousin told me um when i was young that spooked me out in in the first house he lived in where apparently some weird shit happened and uh my cousin's brother who would also be my cousin um was home alone and saw a man walk by his room with a lion head and you know he thought it was his brother fucking with him so you know so like you know he he hid by the door with like a wiffle ball bat or something like that just to smack him and he realized all at once like holy shit, I'm the only one here in the house right now. And it scared the living shit out of him. And like, he ran out of the house like a, like a, <laughs> like a rocket, you know, you, you know, and, and, and he said there, there was a lot of weird shit like that, that happened. And I think that one just with the image of, you know, a man walking by with the head of a lion, it reminds me a lot of there's a TV show I watch with a psychic, uh, the Dead Files, where where at the end of the episode, the psychic has hires a sketch artist to sketch what she's seen, and it's always like this really off the wall shit, and and like that really reminded me of the kind of thing that she would see. So that is my own personal uh, answer here. Uh, who would like to go next? Well, here here's to uh, here's to Joe and his uh, his psychics. You can believe Cleo, or you cannot believe Cleo, but Cleo already attacked what you see. You do it. That's right. <laughs> uh, I also personally think your friend was actually really hopped up on ayahuasca, or perhaps <laughs> or something. She might have been. <laughs> actually, um, no, the, she, no, she, she was, was. She was. She's a listener to the show. She was. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's not. <laughs> I see. Uh, let me see. Yeah, uh, let's see if this this button works here. That's bullshit. Okay, so there we go. I like that one. Um, uh, you know what? I'll chime in just since I'm already having. So actually, a uh, uh, long time, uh, I would say listener, but he doesn't listen to the show, but long time guest, Chris Walls, he, uh, he has some stories. And he's the one that I will lean into for this one. In that I remember he told me numerous stories, but this one in particular stands out to me. Uh, it's just being very memorable in that at their old house, uh, I remember he had a lot of big family gatherings. And I don't remember the exact story if there was somebody who died in the house or was killed in the house or exactly what the, the, the circumstances were. But whoever this rogue spirit or entity was would oftentimes just like to fuck with them during happy arrangements. So they had a big, I think it was Christmas or Easter. It was one of those those um those holidays and they had a big dinner set up in the dining room and it was like full spread just everybody contributed and his mom had cooked all day and then that room he said just suddenly 
smelled like vomit and Ugh. and feces and bile and just like this wretched wretched smell that drove everybody out of the room and they went in looking thinking but well, maybe one of the dogs got sick or maybe you know something died a rat in the wall or whatever or as kenny said somebody really broke some serious wind but they couldn't find anything and they looked around everywhere there was nothing no signs of it and then just as quickly as it came it just disappeared now, Kenny, I think you're on to something. I think that perhaps a distant cousin or something really had some gastrointestinal distress, you know, was embarrassed by it. They couldn't make it out. Had a little bit of a shart happen. Yep. This yeah, is I, this is Art's way of saying that he's smelled my farts before. So, uh, so I, I did hear that you were there, Joe. Um, <laughs> so perhaps you had like sheepishly wandered into the room thinking, is this the powder room? Uh, nope, that's not it. Better waddle my way out. But suffice to say, I remember that story always stuck out, stuck out to me. Um, it, it stood out in my mind. And I think it's just, uh, you know, it's, uh, there was just something very visual and contextual in its simplicity. Uh, but yeah, you know, have Chris on to the other Chris, not you, Rob, uh, Robin, but the other Chris. And, uh, you know, he could tell you all sorts of stories about it. But none as good as what Chris Hogue has, I bet. Uh, yes. The, uh, I don't have any stories necessarily from other people that I remember that are creepy but the one that I remember that happened to me uh sometime in high school middle, middle school or high, high school or so had a really crazy dream guy killed a whole bunch of women really weird didn't understand felt uneasy all day just uh, looking uh, looking back after that like I remember riding on the bus and everything really weird like the next day I remember seeing either on the in the in a newspaper or on the news that some guy in England was a was a serial killer that was just recently caught. He killed like twelve or ten women or anything. It was like the the correlation between the two was freaked me out a little bit. So I thought that was interesting. Mm. Did you, these the 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 bad dream that you had? or vision, however we want to call it. Did you have any more details other than? Um, uh, I think- build, I th Like speci specificity of it? There was uh, next to a road was was one thing. And then I think I think I had a, a either close to or exact number, the number I don't recall at the moment though. Um, but I like right afterwards, I kept like trying to pay specific attention to all my other dreams. Nothing else mm. really happened, unfortunately. But it was just like a win weird- Shot in the dark. Hmm. There, there is some fucked up stuff with uh, with dreams at times. It's uh, you know, I know that, I know they, you know, and I'm being serious here for a moment, if I must. But the night that my mom passed away, I believe that a family member had a dream about a a hearse driving down our street. So it's like you know, wow. you, you, know you know, dreams. There's some there's some crazy shit that happens at times that. I mean, you could chalk it up to like coincidence, but it's eerie. You know what I mean? Mm. What do you think of that? Oh, yeah. I had a similar experience, Joe, with one <laughs> as a matter of fact. <laughs> I was at her house when my, my grandfather passed. And same thing. In the middle of the night, I woke up from a dream and it just found out that that was the exact moment it had happened. Hmm. Well, and, and, and is that your, and is that your, tail here for for this topic 
No, Joe, she has a better story than that. Oh, I want no, to actually, Yeah, oh, I got all sorts of them. <laughs> you know, I, I think the one that sticks with me the most that was someone else's experience was actually a girl I went to college with. She had just transferred from another college. She went to this small school in Connecticut and uh, it was on some farm where a bunch of people were murdered years ago and there was all sorts of weird stuff that happened. And she was telling me, I'll never forget it, that in the dorms, the dorms were, were built on top of the barns where people were tortured and killed at this, <laughs> at this college. And they would see like spirits, like they couldn't explain it, it was like black something that would move around Ooh, and one person. night they were in their dorm room and and something like some dark shadow was throwing stuff at them and actually threw a lamp at her and she ran out of the room and <laughs> transferred not long after that <laughs> to another college because she was so freaked out and I'll admit at the time I thought it was a bunch of bullshit but <laughs> but now that I've had some some other experiences since then, I I don't know. I you know what I've possible. I've actually talked on this podcast in the past about shadow people, and and that sounds like something that's eerily similar to it. And and that's um you know again it might be all bullshit, but 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 the whole idea of like a shadow person from like a parallel dimension or something like that that's pretty fucking terrifying and i and and i must add that that as we're doing this podcast that you know art myself and kenny we all have our virtual background so if during this podcast if either cat's door creaks open behind her or like a picture falls off chris's wall or something like that that would be really epic i would be very very pleased with that so <laughs> I would also be very pleased with that. We are recording yeah, video, right? Yeah. Should I, should I, Kat, should I text your husband to like sneak in and just sort of open the door a little bit and just like come in wearing a weird mask or some shit? 100%. <laughs> but, but that's a closet. Doesn't matter. Well, then that makes it even better if I text him and then it's just like, wait, how the fuck did you get in there? there? <laughs> I, I don't know if this will work, but time. if I saw that happen, it would make me feel very much like, so there you go. Hmm. I think Kenny, did cool. you appreciate that? Did I appreciate that? Sure. Sure. How would you score, Kenny? I'm going to give all the points at Terrence. I thought that uh, his sign of give me all the points or I'll kill you and your family was very convincing. <laughs> I don't know why we have, you know, uh, six people here in the podcast today, but uh, mm. Terrence gets the points. Excellent. Hey, good job, Terrence. Whoever Terrence is. All right. Who's next? It Joe? is Pat, actually. Pat has our next stop. Go ahead, girl. Well, I want to talk about, um, similar to the story I just told, uh, the concept of interacting with spirits or ghosts or whatever it is let's say let's say for argument's sake that it's that they're real that you believe in in that and um can you interact with the dead i i personally don't necessarily believe in psychics but um so a few years ago i actually had an experience where 
uh, I was in a hotel room and it's a hotel that I stayed at every week for literally three and a half years. And one night I woke up in the middle of the night, had never had an experience like this before, at, especially at this hotel. And the, the light from the hallway shone through, like all of a sudden it, like my, my room was lit up and the light went away and I went to turn on the light and I couldn't. And all of a sudden I saw this man at the foot of my bed, opening the dresser at the foot of the bed. And then he closed it and he walked away and I was like, okay. So I tried to turn the light on again. I couldn't turn it on and it sat up and I put my feet over the side of the bed. So I was going to get up and I actually felt and saw a dog under my feet. I could feel it <laughs> as my dog starts growling. <laughs> right uh, but creepy. I could feel it. I saw it. And the next day I actually talked to the hotel staff because like I said, I, I knew them really well after basically living at this hotel for a couple of years. And I asked them about the history of the hotel and I was actually able to describe the man and the dog that lived in this hotel before it was a hotel. And the man had passed away from natural causes. And after he passed, they turned, like they sold the, you know, the building and turned it into a hotel. But until that point, I, I really thought the concept of actually interacting with any kind of paranormal activity was a bunch of bullshit and that I actually felt it myself and I don't know so what do you all think I, can you interact with them I I think it's definitely possible I think that a lot of the stuff and and obviously this is all just theoretical right now because you know lord knows if any of this shit's true but I think if it is in fact true that a lot of this stuff could also be residual as well, meaning that, you know, we leave some kind of energy imprint during our life that can, that can continue on just because a lot of people, you know, it, it sounds like from, from, from your story there, Kat, that the gentleman you saw, did he even notice you or did he just go through like his motions? I don't think he noticed me at all. I think so it could have been emotions. something that had indeed happened in like the past, in which case, you know, in you know, it's kind of imprinted on time, if that makes sense. So I mean, it's like, you know, so in in that way, you're not really interacting with them or they're not really interacting with you. You're just seeing a basically a snapshot of that past. Man, this is getting really deep. Where's my uh where's my like Jeopardy music or something, Art? <laughs> okay. Oh, sorry, I'll be right on. Not it. Jeopardy, not Jeopardy, but 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 something very uh yeah, maybe not Okay, how about that that that's a pro that is all right, sorry, sorry. Okay, here, here, here you go. Imagine a chocolate rain guy died and he haunted you. Who was haunting who? Um, imagine the chocolate rain guy died and, 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 and... Tay I would, I would, ex I would welcome his haunting anytime. He could dull, you know, lull me to sleep with chocolate rain. I'd be happy. I think that, like, you know, it's like I, I think a lot of that stuff is residual. But you know, I've also told the stories on here in the podcast 
in the past about, you know, Art and I's trip to the Haunted Museum in Las Vegas, the Zach Baggins Haunted Museum. And there was some kind of dark shit there that made it known to me at least that it was not happy with me being near it. So it's like, you know, you know what's that? People, yeah. shadow people, dog. Yeah, it, it might have been. People. It might have been. So, I mean, it's like, I think it can impact us um, or, you know, or interact with us, but it doesn't always, if that makes sense. Um, let's actually go with Chris next. Chris, what do you think? Sounds awesome. Oh, uh, Joe, this is actually very similar to what I kind of wanted to talk about. So I, I kind of, this is something I've been thinking about for a long time. And this is, I, I more or less coined a, a, a name for it. So it's going to be like emotional, an emotional afterlife. So say, for example, there's someone who's like an incredible trauma. It's like, you know, there's any of the insane asylums, uh, sanatoriums, et cetera. Those are usually hot spots. Talking about like House on Haunted Hill? Something like that, yeah. So there's a whole lot of grief, whole lot of trauma, whole lot of pain in there. So all of that, all of that emotion is, is very potent, potent. That it's going to imprint itself onto the structural integrity of that building, more or less. So... Uh, if someone is more of an empath, they're more likely to be able to experience these uh, these feelings, these uh, these emotions um, over time. And over time, as like for example, like you, it, it's I find it interesting how there's less ghost photography uh, in. In since uh, since the new millennium happened, sure. so I think I think film is one thing that's better to actually capture like an actual photograph versus a digital photograph. And another thing is I think all the electrical electro magnification in the world is also impacting uh, these afterlife, these uh, emotional afterlifes in these areas. So- They all, go ahead, yeah. I'm sorry. Oh, no, no, it's uh, so wrapping things up. It's, uh, Let's say, for example, if you're going to a, like ghost hunters, ghost adventures, any of those folks are going into a place, they're going in with a whole bunch of cameras and being making a whole lot of whole lot of noise and uh, making a whole lot of, like trying to capture something. I think if they really wanted to experience something, they'd have to drop everything, leave everything outside, just go in alone and let let themselves become calm well, and let everything go inside. And and I always find it interesting too that that I mean all these shows you know you you know you've mentioned Ghost Adventures they have shows like Ghost Hunters, uh, Destination Fear and, and such and they always do this stuff at night when it's pitch black you know and, and and they always make it a note to actually show the camera that it is pitch black you know like they turn their screens off just to show everything's pitch black and I'm like well a, a lot of these stories and such are during the day so I mean you, you know it, it's not like it's reserved for nighttime that you see this shit but you know but it's but it's but I, I guess it I guess it helps with the television programs so they say, what is it, 3 a.m. is the, yes, the hunting yes. hour? That's, That's when you're most tired. <laughs> is that local time zone or is that like Greenwich Mean or what are we talking about? Because <laughs> I could understand that in certain parts of the world, that would be like two in the afternoon. So, Well, they actually do say, you know, Kat's right. They actually do say that 3 a.m. wherever you are, that is the, you know, for that hour, that is the time when the weirdest shit happens. I'm going to have to side with Kenny, and it's because you're just delirious if you're up that late. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Art? 
Oh, can humans interact with ghosts or paranormal things? Um, uh, as I have said in the past, and I will invariably say again uh, in the future, possibly the near future, such as this episode, um, I, like Fox Mulder, I want to believe. I do. Um, I, I think that psychics are all frauds. Um, you went to a psychic with me. A psychic? Yes, you did. Which one? In Annapolis. What? A long time ago, yes. You, you went to a psychic with me. Just for shits and giggles? It was like a bunch of us. and we Oh, all... well, yeah, because we're probably all a bunch of smartasses. Like, let's see what she has to say. You didn't? Yeah, yeah, I don't think so. Well, I can tell you this. As a young guy who was very emotionally disturbed, not entirely surprised. But I can tell you what impact it had on my life. Apparently zero, because I don't remember it ever happening. So whatever they had to say to me, I'd be very curious because it certainly didn't make a mark in my experience to, to, you know, to settle and be, you know, a reminder of that whole thing. Um, yeah, I'm not one who goes in for all that stuff. I, I more than anything want things to happen, yet it doesn't really. And when we get into my topic, we'll talk about these things, but so for this particular topic, all I could say is I certainly would like to think we can, but I don't know if that's actually happened. Um, and uh, I guess that's just, yeah, that's it. I don't know. Um, Kenny's giving me the, he's giving me the cue card here. Um, and I'll just do this for myself. And uh, okay, well, I guess I, uh, I got to, I'm being played off now. Next up, we have... <laughs> Danny, how would you score this? Please give Art zero points. Well, um, uh, Terrence is telling me that I should give Art at least six points and you 6.2 points because you guys have some very differing points here and he would like for you guys to sex fight each other. Done. Sex fight on. remember inviting Terrence. Well, I'm glad that Terrence is here. have a house if you know what I mean. Yeah. (laughs) all right so six points good i'll take it okay so this brings me to me and it's actually quite a nice uh dovetail from our previous topic to this so the thing about uh, paranormal activities all right so as we were talking about before there's tv shows and all stuff so you know there seems to be a lot of people out there in the world who have claimed that they've had some sort of experience in the paranormal afterlife ghostly things but Seemingly, time and again, science has failed to prove any sort of existence. Now, again, just because there's lack of proof of existence doesn't necessarily prove non-existence. It just there's and nothing. That's science. That's nothing that's there. There's just no proof either which way. That's pseudo that is science. So, no, 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 no proof doesn't mean that there is no proof that it doesn't exist. Yeah, that's science. That's what I'm saying. There's, there's, science there's is no open proof. to that. It doesn't mean it exists. Door doesn't exist. It's just, just a no method. Proof. Yeah, there's it's no method. method for understanding. Yeah. So my thing with this is, you know, and then we're talking about the TV shows. Every single one of these TV shows, at least from the episodes that I've watched over time, and I and I feel like my smattering of watching these shows is almost that akin to a random sampling of a larger group like they would do in any empirical study which is to say they always have the same fucking ending well i guess it just goes that it was pretty inconclusive so i i I wish we had more to show you folks but tonight just wasn't the night 
And that seems how every fucking one of these episodes ever rolls out. It always feels like these shows are more scripted reality than they are any sort of documentary or science sort of based adventure. It's just, you know, ratings, ratings grabs. So my question You've is... You've never watched one of these shows, have you? I have watched these shows. I have. <laughs> They're all the fucking same. They are literally all the same. You have a ragtag group of people who are either incredibly similar or slightly dissimilar. They walk into a creepy dark place. They have a bunch of gear. They sit there and they get hyper, hyper serious. Like, wait a minute, I'm, I'm getting some really- Sometimes they get really good evidence. And you're pretending- Where? Like Where's the fucking evidence? Never have I seen evidence. Because you don't watch the shows. So you're telling me that these shows on fucking Investigation Discovery or Sci-Fi or whatever have good stuff. enough have good enough evidence that it does not make the major media outlets? There's only one time that I remember where any one of those shows actually made news. And it was that, it was that uh, Destination Unknown or whatever it is uh, with that guy named Josh. And he found... He, he found... Yeah, I think so. And he found some new Yeti footprints or something like that i don't know but that's the only time that actually made news whereas like an actual reputable news source found and, it and even then a yeti is not paranormal by all means to me no, that no, no, is no. fucking that's like that's zoology that's a nature that's a natural thing there's a beast of a species that exists that we haven't found yet whatever we're talking about ghosts and spooky things so what sort of incredible evidence, Joe, have they found that could be repeated and, and proven and not done? I mean, like, cause look, when you're watching a TV show, you're gonna tell me that whatever happens in front on the other side of this magical glass box is real? Well, I don't know. Didn't we learn well, with wrestling? I, Didn't we I learn with, with, with television in general? Didn't we learn with fucking real world or big brother? Or you're pretending like- bullshit. You're pretending like every show ends with them saying, oh, we didn't find any. I will say 99.5% of them are. End they end. always have clips at the, like, like you know, albeit there are some times when, when, when they leave with no evidence, but there are a lot of these shows that end with them showing the, the different video captures, audio captures, and everything else. So, so, so you saying that they don't is bullshit. Okay, a, a, like a sudden weird smudge of noise in a black video does not evidence make. <laughs> Hearing someone clear their throat or fart in the background does on an audio file does not evidence make. This is all bullshit. It's stuff so people can keep coming back and they can see, keep selling advertising. And, and just like Kenny just pointed out here, we are four minutes in now and <laughs> it's art versus joe <laughs> okay so anyway that's my question please take it off mike to anybody else where the fuck's your question? evidence that's what i want you, to know your, your question is what evidence do you want to see that's like can be like in a science space i just want to know uh, if there's medium. so many people who have had this happen why isn't there a more common reality to it like if it happens to so many fucking people why is it not everyday knowledge I think kind of basing it off of my own previous theory, and again, this is pseudoscience because, you know, I can't prove it at all. It's the, it's the presence of these cameras. They're incapable of, they're either emitting some sort of radiation that's incapable of capturing these, uh, the, this, 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 these figures or the, uh, the people who are going in there are just really loud and obnoxious and no one wants to be around. What do you think, Kat? 
I mean, I'm kind of team Joe on this one. Like, I, I think I've watched enough. I've seen enough of the evidence. And I know you're all saying, you know, it's never in the news, but how do you know that? I mean, most of the stuff happens in this tiny little town. Like, of course, it's not going to make national news. It's something that happens like in Podunk, Ohio, that no one's ever heard of. They've probably heard it. Like, they've probably seen it in their their news, their papers, their whatever. I think it happens more often than it's reported, and and I think that there's more evidence out there than what we're seeing. Necessarily. I don't know about that. <laughs> you know. <laughs> It's interesting because um, you, you you know I mentioned the haunted museum you know the, you know Zach Baggins haunted museum, and there have been plenty of episodes of <laughs> of ghost adventures where it was you told bullshit. us to go fast, Ken. This is what you get. <laughs> where where, <laughs> where 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 you know you know Zach Baggins has actually said like halfway through you know you know. I'm smelling a rat here. I think this is horse shit. Like, you know, there was one called like, you know, um, there was an episode that took place in Seattle where this couple were making these outrageous claims and, you know, these outrageous videos and the videos just happened to always include only one of the parents, not the others. So, you know, the, the speculation was, was that it was the wife who was throwing dishes in the background or this and that you know it was you, 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 like you know and or who's on camera huh who's on camera there's only well, one like the husband here in this case was okay. filming and it, it's just convenient that like you know that the dish you know that the dishes are flying by the doorway and not the other spouse is there on camera it, it, yeah, yeah, from yeah, anywhere, basically. Oh, so she's not throwing the dishes at him and they're not just passing exactly, off a domestic exactly. dispute video as like paranormal <laughs> the the claims were so outrageous like you know even after the filming of the episode where basically zach baggins claim you know called bullshit you know they sent him a picture like a week or two afterwards with like their with like some of his dress shirts nailed to like the wall like like a, like a above his bed or something like that and 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 baggins was just like you know what the fuck is this you know what i mean you, you know it just didn't make sense so so i i think a lot of these shows do do call bullshit when it happens and do say that you know we don't think that there's anything happening here but to pretend like <laughs> Kenny just wrote, hey, 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 babe, washing dishes. <laughs> but, 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 but they claim like these shows don't, you know, always end with like, oh, we, we, we didn't catch anything here, you know, but perhaps there is something here. You know, you know, it's not, you know, I, I love you, Art. You're my brother, but it's not, it, it's just not true. Like a lot of these shows show their, evidence and it's up to you whether or not you actually believe it and in our you know art in your case i i realized that you well i guess it. i guess if i've seen a if i saw a rabbit with a set of antlers glued to it i'd say well i guess a fucking jackalope really does exist it's up to me to believe well, you know it what? forget science All this is telling me you are so bullshit when you say that you've watched this stuff you have 
It, I think art just no, needs to I'm go. Dude, look, I have been waiting. I think I I've think been waiting for a true experience. Where technology I've been waiting for a true experience. I want one. Because yeah. anything I've had up to now, I actually do attribute to like a sort of Stendhal syndrome. It's like a psychosomatic response because nothing has actually been so profoundly vivid and, and you know, just visceral that it makes me a believer. I want to believe. Trust me, I do. And I remember we had an episode a long time ago when we first talked about this and everybody's like, oh, fuck that. You be careful what you wish for. I'm like, I'm fucking wishing for it every day. So here's what I'll say, Lex. If you got some good episodes, how about you curate a small playlist and you send me what episodes I should watch of what shows so then I can check it out for myself. Because if you expect you know me you are, to filter through the legions of horse shit out there, then no, I'm just going to have to go ahead and say this is bullshit. Do you... I think we just need to identify one of those places and send art there for an evening. That's what I think can, needs to happen. I'll go. Because <laughs> I think Chris I'll wants go. something. Kenny and I are going road tripping, baby. You can record a podcast there and just kind of like, <laughs> hey, this just, might be our thing. This is that. You know what? Maybe we'll this, actually, how funny with this, we start our own little ghost We'll podcast. go to all these other places that these <laughs> other people have gone and we will empirically measure and do the things that's that right because be at the end of the day i just want to be like joe yes i'd fuck a zombie and i will say that there that there is a show currently on sci-fi it, it might have moved over to discovery plus just because they moved all all their shows there now but where this one guy he used to who used to serve on zach baggins crew the show is called destination fear it's him his sister and like their childhood best friend and they go around to these places like insane asylum, like insane asylums, like Chris was bringing up earlier, places like that, that, that had this, the, these weird auras around them. And they actually spend the night there in separate quarters. So if they're, you know, so they pick three or four different locations and they all spend the night, night by their lonesome. So I thought that so that's what scared. you guys... What's that, Kenny? He's so scared. I'm so scared. <laughs> he, he probably couldn't hear you over the pounding of the desk that you were doing. <laughs> and they've caught some, and they've caught some, some cool shit too. I might add. You mean they but caught hey, ghosts hey. like Ghostbusters? <laughs> Kenny, how would you score this? So there was a time that I actually watched. Um, well, my my, uh, my ex-wife watched um, a one of those one of those ghost shows. I want to say it's Ghost Hunters, but everybody says Ghost Hunters. I don't know. Either way, they did the thing. They spent the night in these places. They set up the cameras. They did the stuff. And there, I will. I honestly got interested in it because, like art, I do want to believe. You know, so everybody but art gets seven points. <laughs> Wait, I just I just downloaded a sound for that. <laughs> Where is it? I just put it up. Oh, there it is. It's bullshit. There needs to be a what? Wow. Sorry. That was a lot of build-up to to a disappointing Hello, sound bite. Darkness, my old friend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, art. <laughs> One day you'll win, I promise. Finish All right, Chris, bring us home. So instead of gazing off into the ethereal, trying to capture miscellaneous things he can't grasp, let's let's uh, look to the stars. Uh, do either any of you personally, or do you know anyone? This is kind of bringing back to, to the 
to the first question at least. Um, do either either you or know anyone who has uh, had any alien encounters? UFO, one of the one of the miscellaneous uh, uh, encounters that Steven Spielberg uh, I've been abducted. Right up the butt. Robed. So uh, my own personal stories, I've seen two UFOs and it's not really like the really cool ones. It's really, it's lights. So the first one was in, I don't know, probably 2000, 2010 or 2009 or so. And um, coming back from the pool, this is December timeframe in my driveway. I'm looking up at the sky and trying to find uh, the Big Dipper and all the constellations that I still recognize at least. And I see, I see a cool, I see, I see a green light passing passing through the stars like there's not many planes that have green lights and then but right behind it is was the uh was the actual blinking of one of those planes one of those like red red and blue or white kind of kind of lights and everything and i thought that was interesting i thought it was like oh it, whatever is there is chasing that because the proximity of two both of these two moving lights was closer than normal so granted I live near, I live between Andrews Air Force Base and Pax River. So we have a whole lot of planes going around. So it, it could theoretically be something else, but the fact that it's one of those re really weird green lights is interesting. The second story that I have is down in the Florida Keys. So I was in one of the islands down, way down South, sitting on a hammock. And uh, it's 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 uh, just past sunset. The lights, the lights still there, but you really can't see. You can, you still see everything. The sun's down, though. I see, looking off over the ocean, I see a red light, and it's going horizontally across the horizon. And this is way miles up above the horizon, but it's going uh, horizontally on the horizon, and it stops. And then it starts going backwards. I thought that was interesting. So th those, those are my only two actual UFO stories that I have. I've had plenty of dreams of, uh, you know, you know, in one of the first episodes of Exiles, Mulder and Scully are going to investigate some random, random town and everything, and they see a photograph. And it's one of those triangular-looking mm -hmm. UFOs. I've had dreams of those ones, and I don't think I've like actually like been abducted oh, during my dream or something. Yeah, it's entirely possible. But <laughs> I, I, nonetheless, I've I've had dreams of those before, which I think is interesting. <laughs> Yeah. It's interesting because um, I mentioned the show The uh, Dead Files earlier with the psychic. And one of the things that she tells people at times that I've seen in episodes is that what they're encountering is, you know, is that they have ghosts in their homes, but they're also being abducted by aliens. And, uh, mm -hmm. you know, she, all I can say Just is aliens. that <clears throat> all I can say is that if she's not legit, she's she's kind of a bad person for the stuff that she's telling these people but but, she's but you know but she tells them you know you know she she always tells them stuff that you know stuff that they can do with their haunts whether it be you know salting the area or moving out and such but with the alien she always tells them if there's an alien you know if aliens are involved she always tells them uh there's nothing you can do she she said you know even if you move away they'll still find you and abduct you but it's just normal, you know, it's just what they do. So, <laughs> you know, but, but, but like, <laughs> but my, my dad was always convinced that a lot of the stuff, you know, a lot of the spaceships and such that were seen were, 
probably military, um, you know, just because Lord knows we we don't know everything that the military has out there at their disposal. And there's a lot of stuff that they play with, you know, you, you know, there's new toys and such. I the only thing I've ever seen was and uh, this was at my house. Um, this was at the house that I grew up in in Pasadena. Um, one time I came out my front door and I just happened to glance to my left and in the distance I saw a speck. And I thought it was something on my glasses, like, you know how sometimes you see something and just like, you know, just like a little, you know, like you have like a flea or something on your glass, not a flea, that's gross, but, 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 you know, just a speck of dirt on glass. <laughs> it's not a bed bug, it's a flea, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> and I saw something too. and no matter where I looked, it was there in the sky. And so like, I was like, oh, it's something here on my glasses just because where, wherever I'm walking it's just you know it's staying with me and then all once it just went and blasted off and you know and keep in mind this was far you know because it was spec I would say it's probably miles away but it disappeared all at once and it looked like it just shot off so that to me is the one experience I've had that I can't really explain as far as potential extra terrestrials are involved but uh cat is there anything you have to add here you know so i grew up around cape canaveral so we saw like stuff in the sky all the time space was a big deal i always loved the concept of aliens and wanted to have some kind of encounter but uh, i never really had one though i thought for a moment the other day actually i did uh, and i got really excited before i realized <laughs> it was just elon musk <laughs> <laughs> not one of his rockets it was actually him he was an alien <laughs> yeah. he, he might be yeah. an alien went outside and, you know you can he see. visited you too that night yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was this saturday night all, like, you know thoughts moving in the sky like you know you see satellites fly through the sky sometimes at night and it was a line of them and they were equally spaced apart and they were all moving equally. And I, I just, I ran inside and I grabbed my husband. I was like, you have to see this. And we came back outside and he was like, you are crazy. There is nothing up there. I was like, no, this is a real thing. And so I went and I looked it up and it turns out people are seeing it all over. It's Starlink. Exactly. Yeah. It's Starlink. <laughs> I was really hopeful that it was gonna be something cool, like, you know, spaceship that, saw <laughs> but i haven't actually had an experience myself i just always wanted to i um i forgot what i was gonna say so art go nice. ahead <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I i've been drinking a little bit this evening what can i say there you go <laughs> i would say that the original question i believe used the phrase ufo is that correct yes so if that's the case, then I actually could have some stories because there have been plenty of flying objects that were unidentified to me, but I don't think any of them were of alien origin. Oh, no, so you believe I in really, aliens, really, really, really want one. What? So you believe in aliens, but not ghosts. I got it. I know. I, I, I said, I want to believe. Did you not hear my really, 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 really want that? So, um, yeah, well, you know, I mean, if we're talking about on a uh, <laughs> on a scientific statistical probability level, we've talked about this in a previous episode as well, given, I forgot the name of that, the paradox, but given the fact that there's billions of stars and planets and systems out there, mathematically, there has to be other life out there. The difference is, you know, and I also brought it up 
many episodes ago. The problem is we really don't want them visiting us because chances are they won't be coming in peace and they won't be coming in curiosity. They'll be coming to leech our planet for all of the resources that it has before they move on to something else. We'll be no more inconsequential than that of a roly-poly or perhaps a termite to them. The Drake equation. Oh, thank you, Kenny. I'll take the Drake equation. I'd fuck them up. I know you would. You've got your you got your white belt with your two stripes. You got to get that gi on now. What's that? Do you say one stripe? Second stripe now. Oh, okay. Sorry. Well, then you know what? You would have to do your roundhouse (laughs) kick and not your sweep. I get you. Um, But I I would give them a good old uh, Americana. That's all I gotta say. What what the? That looked like a a white power symbol, Joe. What were you doing? That's rude. (laughs) You can't do that. It wasn't. That was that was a risk. The video, everybody. What school are you going to? <laughs> Are you going to an Alex Jones class? What is this? Um, so no, I, I I can't think of any. I'm, dude, there's been plenty of times in my life where I've looked up to the skies, and I have seen some lights, and you know, and not exactly the kind that's like the the airplane, but I realize it was later. But it was always about how I guess the blinking lights were moving in a certain pattern, but they were hidden behind clouds or something far enough away that they momentarily disappear so it would give this impression of a light here light here and all you know but i've never had any real standout incidents and that that does sadden me because the rush like the adrenaline like that simple nature of fear uh, which it's let's be honest fear is exhilarating when you're looking at it afterwards in the moment it's pretty fucking terrifying because that's what fear is but when we think back on it, Fermi paradox. Thank you, sir. That's what I was looking for. Um, but if you're, but if you're, you know, in the moment, it's terrifying. But when you look back, it's like fear is just such a palatable thing that you can latch onto, um, and that is just exhilarating. And I, I just, I, I want to have some sort of crazy ass experience like that. Um, you know, X Files is clearly a bit above and beyond the call of duty because they have lots and lots and lots of experiences i just need one little one just to sort of galvanize me not enough where i'm going to be wearing a fucking tin hat and running around like you know you know super prepping my basement here to be a a shelter but just enough for me to be like well fuck i'm gonna i'm humbled now i'm gonna shut up about things so that's what i got and kenny says time that's what i said but let's, hey, let's I got a story. Also, let's also I tell a story. The... Stop. I want to tell a story. Okay. So fine. Um, one time on my way to Ocean City, I was uh, driving. It was it was late at night. I think I got off of work at like 11 p.m. And I was uh, going to party with a friend out in uh, Ocean City. So I drove out there. I was the only one in the vehicle, unfortunately. So no one can cooperate my story. Um, and I saw... I'm going to, I've seen a lot of shooting stars in my life. I do a lot of uh, looking up at the sky and I saw a purple, which purple, I've never seen purple before. A purple line comes shooting at me and it looks like, oh, that's the most amazing shooting star I ever saw, right? Not two minutes later, I saw a bright light behind me, like atmospherical, not like a truck or something coming up on me. And then I saw another purple line go straight away from me. And I've never, I've, I don't know if that's a UFO. It's unidentified to me. I can't say that I was sober. I'm pretty sure I was sober. I was driving. So, but uh, yeah, that's, that's for me. And that, because this is the paranormal episode, I'm going to go ahead and uh, give the win to Art. 
Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, he, he, gets, <laughs> he, he, he gets whatever points is needed. So sorry, guess. Uh, Look at Joe. Needs, he's so Art happy. This one. No, he's not happy. Is, did he quit? No, 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 no. I, I honestly, I, I was not paying attention. I was trying to find. It. Of course, he's like out of people videos. So, so I'm sorry about that. Well, I, I love that you couldn't even wait just another minute or two before you uh, you start dicking around on the internet. What happened? I won. What are you? Yeah, you won, Joe. Yay! Yeah, you won, Joe. Why not? You won. You won. You won. I'm Batman. Um. Yeah. So, uh, thank she? you for my win, Kenny. I'll take it. And yes, I, um, you take it. With much aplomb. I think that's a new drop there, Art. I'm Batman. It is. No, I no, I was going to 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 say, you know, you know, I wasn't paying attention. I, I, I was looking for shadow people videos. It might be. I'll see how I feel. <laughs> I'll see how I feel. Um, it, it still can't be a farting zombie. So there you go. Um, yeah, Joe's got a lot of things about fucking things and zombies and farts. Fucking shadow uh, people and shadow people. There you go. Uh, Chris or Kat, do either of you have anything you'd like to share before we dip off of this mortal coil? You first, if you have anything. I mean, I wish I could think of something good, but <laughs> I just don't have anything. What about you, Chris? Uh, only thing I've, I've pegged before is I write, uh, write film criticism on Letterboxd under at Darth Gnome. Uh, Gnome spelled normally without the G, though. Yeah, D-A-R-T-H-N-O-M-E. So if you want to read some fun film criticism or essays or anything, reviews. Ah, well, Kenny yeah. said, let's look in the show notes. We'll see if Joe actually puts them in the show notes. I highly doubt Probably not. Joe does <laughs> not. What are show notes? <laughs> Mother of God. <laughs> well, that's I've all done. I got. Uh, no, Kenny, no, I, no, I'm not joking. I, I, I've, I've never done show notes. What are you talking about? You'd write the show notes every week, you dipshit. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's the bio, not the show notes. That's not the bio. It's the show notes. <laughs> that's the show notes. <laughs> oh, my God. We are done. Did he even watch that bodca- podcast 101? You know YouTube what, Joe, I have to say. Joe. <laughs> God damn it. Are you fucking with me? All right. Yeah. Okay. Much love. India, thank you for tuning in. Everybody else, keep doing what you do. Like, subscribe, share with your friends, give us a five-star rating, and be sure to tune in next week for more disappointment. Right, Joe? Shadow people. <laughs> Damn it. I got the blues. I got the blues. I've got the alcoholic. No more beer. No more beer. My heart to cheer. I see 